Bless the Lord who forgives all our sins. His mercy endures forever. Jesus said, the first commandment is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is the only Lord. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, you alone can bring into order the unruly wills and affections of sinners. Grant your people grace to love what you command and desire what you promise. That among the swift and varied changes of this world, our hearts may surely there be fixed where true joys are to be found. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, 
who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Jeremiah. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judea, not like the covenant which I made with my fathers when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant which they broke, though I was their husband, says the Lord, but this is the covenant which I will make with the house of Israel, After those days, says the Lord, I will put my law within them, and I will write it upon their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And no longer shall each man teach his neighbor and each his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, says the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquity and I will remember their sin no more. The word of the Lord.
A reading from Hebrews. So also Christ did not exalt him to be made a high priest, but was appointed by him who said to him, Thou art my son, today I have begotten thee. As he says also in another place, Thou art a priest forever, after the order of Melchizedek. In the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death, and he was heard for his godly fear. Although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation to all who obey him, being designated by God as a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. The Holy Gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, according to St. John. Glory Glory to you, Lord Christ. Now, among those who went up to worship at the feast were some Greeks. So these came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and said to him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew, Andrew went with Philip, and they told Jesus. And Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. He who loves his life loses it, and he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, He must follow me, and where I am, there shall my servant be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. Now is my soul troubled. What shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? No, for this purpose I have come to this hour. Father, glorify thy name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. The crowd standing by heard it and said that it had thundered. Others said, an angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered, this voice has come for your sake, not for mine. Now is the judgment of the world. Now shall the ruler of this world be cast out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all men to myself. He said this to show by what death he was to die. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ.
Grant, O Lord, that thy word only may be spoken and thy word only may be received. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. There were certain Greeks among them that came up to worship at the feast. The same came therefore to Philip and desired him, saying, Sir, that we would see Jesus. Sir, that we would see Jesus. If any of you have ever wondered exactly how I got to be a priest, today's gospel lesson has played a meaningful part. Now, I've talked about this several times in different ways and in different venues, but there was a point in my life when I fell away from the church, left the church, actually was discouraged by the church and went elsewhere seeking nourishment, seeking meaning. I wandered around spiritually for a few years during college, not sure of anything or anyone searching for greater meaning in my own life. Now, I reckon this is particularly common, and most people at one point or another have the same sort of crisis. They embark on the same type of journey. While everyone may not have been discouraged by the church, it's fairly common, it's a fairly common occurrence when people are trying to slip into adulthood, to develop a mature adult faith or they have a severe life change, or they have an epiphany that causes them to question the very point and meaning of life. I, they, we become the Greeks in today's gospel, embarking on a search, sojourning, journeying in search of a higher and first principle. We are in a quest for the answers to the questions of life in search of God. We know nothing of the Greeks in today's gospel, only that they had traveled and that they were Greek. That means they were not Israelites, were not Jewish, not children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That they had come to Jerusalem to worship the living God in the temple. What is striking and memorable about them is their desire to see Jesus. Sir, we would see Jesus. They come, they travel, they journey, they search. In a very intimate and personal way, I have been those Greeks. I have ventured untold miles and months to see Jesus, to find God. I've gone through a thousand books and prayers and devotions, hundreds of places, talked to hundreds of people trying to find Jesus. And I know so many others who have taken that same journey. And there are countless others right now, this very minute, wandering in the wildernesses of the world, traveling wide and far to see Jesus, to find Jesus. Now, in my own time of journeying, in my own time of trying to again find Jesus, I asked many different people questions. I went to many different places that I may see Jesus. And in overwhelming reply, the questions I asked fell on deaf ears. 
My bidding to see Jesus was denied. Now what in the world am I talking about? You may be asking, traveling around and wanting to see Jesus. Well, during this time of soul searching and looking for meaning in my life, there were all sorts of types of people claiming personal and intimate relationships with Jesus, claiming they could introduce Jesus Christ to me. It was on many billboards and advertisements and sandwich boards. So, sort of cynically, I went and asked them. Asked them, as the traveling Greeks had asked them, Sir, we would see Jesus. And I got all kinds of responses. Well, we're speaking metaphorically. Jesus is actually in heaven. You get to know Jesus in your heart. You meet Jesus through the Bible. None of these answers and responses satisfied my hunger and search for Jesus. My search to meet Jesus. I still felt that Jesus was far off in distance. Perhaps I would never meet him. It was in meeting a wrinkled old priest that that all changed for me. I went into his parish one day and asked him the same questions I'd asked others. Sir, that we may see Jesus. He told me to be here the next morning at 7 a.m. And he would indeed show Jesus to me. Showed up the next morning at that parish not knowing what to expect and halfway thinking him kind of crazy but I showed up at seven o'clock the next morning and what I had shown up for was the Holy Eucharist it was nothing special or moving it's not eloquently done it was just an old priest five or six older ladies and me and it was in our conversations afterwards that I began to discover the answer that I began to realize that I had, in fact, met Jesus many times before in my life. And it was in the old priest's challenges to me, in his passion about the Eucharist, it was in his witness and testimony that I really began to question and believe what I had been taught as a youth. It's when I really got what was told to me. As a youth, I was taught that Jesus is truly present in the sacrament of the altar. That in the Holy Eucharist, we really and truly meet, commune with the Savior of the world. This old priest was not eloquent or articulate, but he had a great faith and love and devotion. And it forced me to begin to ponder the point of faith that says Jesus really is truly, really and truly is present in the Blessed Sacrament. That it is really possible to meet Jesus and the worship of the church. Now, that old priest submitted this morning's gospel reading, gave it to me as something I should contemplate, something I should read over and over and over and to pray about. He said it was very important. And I did it. And there were two verses that kept popping off the pages, pricking at my conscience. The first, Sir, we would see Jesus. Now that's something I've already spoken of. But the second verse is one of the last ones. And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. Now, of course, in context, our Lord is speaking of the manner of death he will die. Crucifixion. 
St. John intervenes in Jesus' dialogue, breaks Jesus' dialogue and says as much. He said this in order to tell us what manner of death he was to die. But something came back into my mind when I read that so long ago. It was from an old book, Sunday school book, that had drawings of the different parts of the Holy Eucharist in it. It was a narrated service manual for children. And I remember one picture in particular that was drawn to complement the words of institution. The part where the priest holds the host in his hands and says, this is my body. And then he elevates the host, lifts it up. That particular drawing had a priest holding up the host. And at the bottom of the drawing, there was that piece of scripture. And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto myself. And there was a crucifix above that. But that drawing as a child had a very profound effect on me. I thought back over the course of my life. I thought back to what had given me strength and courage through the dark and troubled times of my youth. I thought back to all those times when Jesus befriended and communed with me. thought back to those times when all I could count on was meeting Jesus in the Holy Eucharist. It's a very powerful time in my life. And from that point, in that conversation with the old priest who, God rest his soul, is gone now, from that point, it was hard to keep me out of church. I would and will meet Jesus every chance I get. There are far, far, far too many people in our world today that are on a desperate search for God. That are desperately seeking Jesus. They are looking everywhere and asking everyone they meet. They are even looking in the trash piles of this world for spiritual nourishment. Sir, that we would see Jesus. What are you going to do when someone comes up to you lost and searching, in need of Jesus' touch, in need of salvation, in need of health, in need of love, in need of peace? What will you do when someone comes up and says, Sir, that we would see Jesus? What will you tell them? What will you tell them? As it was commended to me, I commend to you this morning's gospel. To read it again and again. To have it become a part of who you are. To think hard about the quest of those Greek fellows. To think about what they went through and what they did to find God. They are everyone. And contemplate the answer the church gives. Sometimes in a simple form is something that is given to a child. But that is life changing. Life altering. That is saving. And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto myself. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit.
Standing, let us affirm our faith in God and in His Holy Church. We believe in one God, God of the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, life from life, true God from true God, begotten not made.
Let us pray for our own needs and for those of others. For your handmaids with child, especially Heather Brown, Catherine Davis, Jessica Dees, Maggie Farrell, Karen Fitzgerald, Elizabeth Hancock, Kim Johnson, Amanda Kennedy, Jennifer Malone, and Lynn Wheeliver. For those celebrating birthdays this week, especially Becky Jackson, Aubrey Kent, Eddie McDaniel, Casey Sauls, and Erica Walters. And for those celebrating anniversaries this week. For those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit, especially Connie Baxter, Mike Blanton, Lisa Bouchelon, Forrest Boyd, Boyd, Beth Boykin, Karen Cannon, Cesar Centeno, Luca Ciraldo, Ed Doherty, Barbara Fairley, Bonnie Garner, Vicki Glenn, Buddy Graham, Misty Ham, Bill Hersom, Leroy Jensen, Sharon LaRochelle, Lynn Jenkins Lindsay, Mary Lou Lott, Della McAllister, Josie McDaniel, Jean Miller, Austin Morgan, Sherry Parrish, Jenny Lu Kwong, Catherine Rich, Ashley Rogers, Ray Sanderson, Diane Scott, Rural Shiles, Casey Smith, Don Smith, Robert Smith, Wendy Sneed, Carolyn Ruth Sansel, Henry Temple, Joan Todd, Kitty Wagenspack, Shirley Waldrop, Dan Walters, and Maria Webb. For all those who suffer from chronic illnesses and for those we now name. For the protection of our men and women of our armed forces at home and abroad, especially John Asbell, Louisa Balthazar, Chase Bradshaw, John Brewer, Michael Bueller, Michael Cahill, Mark Carter, Melissa Kleckler, Stan Harris, Jay Holloway, Scott Howell, Eric Jamillo, Walton Lucky, Bailey Lutz, Calvin Powell, R.P. Powell, Harold Russell, Michael Thomas, Joe Vincent, James Warner, Mark Walters, and Wyatt Welch. Lord, in your mercy. Holy Father, who hast redeemed us with the precious blood of thy dear Son, keep us, we beseech thee, steadfast in faith, and enable us no longer to live unto ourselves, but unto him who died for us and rose again, even the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Please stand.
peace of the Lord be always with you. And also with you. Welcome to St. John's on this fifth Sunday of Lent, the Sunday before Passion Sunday. Uh, it's great to see so many of you here. Uh, upcoming this week, immediately following this service, we'll have a brief rehearsal for the Passion Play next week. So if you're reading a part, I, I remind you, don't go anywhere. We'll have a very brief rehearsal right after this, as well as the acolytes who are serving for Palm Sunday next week. Uh, this evening at 5 o'clock, we'll offer Stations of the Cross and Benediction of the Blessed Sacrament. That begins at 5 o'clock. I remind you of that. <clears throat> Wednesday, we'll continue on with our, uh, with our, schedule, our Lenten schedule. We'll have a Holy Eucharist at 12.05 in the chapel. Healing Eucharist, that is. And then uh, that night, we'll, con- we'll have our even song and soup and salad dinner Wednesday at 5.15. Uh, don't, I don't want to forget, though, the ladies of the church will meet. Tomorrow, Monday at lunch. Uh, so if you're a lady of the parish or an interested um, in the Episcopal Church women, I encourage and invite all of you to come and, and take part in that. It's a wonderful, wonderful group of ladies. So that's 12 o'clock tomorrow. Uh, our Holy Week schedule is down at the bottom of the page. You'll see next Sunday, adult Sunday school will be canceled. Uh, children's Sunday school, however, will meet. We're canceling adult Sunday school because i got a lot to do. We'll meet in the yard with the blessing of palms and the procession. Uh, and everyone knows about that, so the church will be all decorated for Palm Sunday. So I'd remind you to mark your calendars and make sure you're in attendance for church next week. And the rest of the Holy Week schedule you'll find there. Um, so again, just want to welcome everyone. And uh, remember, we've got a lot going on, so keep hold of your bulletin. <laughs> Ascribe to the Lord the honor to His name. Bring offerings and come into His courts.
to be for your people the body and blood of your Son, the holy food and drink of you and unending life in him. Sanctify us also, that we may faithfully receive this holy sacrament and serve you in unity, constancy, and peace. And at the last day, bring us with all your saints into the joy of your eternal kingdom. All this we ask for your Son, Jesus Christ. By him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. 
Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, we thank you for feeding us with the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of our Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And Bow down before the Lord, look mercifully on this your family, almighty God, that by your great goodness they may be governed and preserved forevermore, through Christ our Lord. Amen.
Lord be with you. The Mass is ended. Go in peace to love and to serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.